just call confession, baby. Yeah. You learn a lesson, baby. Welcome to Sunday. It's the Sunday classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we okay. gonna be reviewing some old tunes. We gonna be reviewing some new tunes. All day. Okay. Here we go. This is one of my favorites. Okay. This is gonna take you straight back to 1996. I was sitting. You know. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey I know hey, you. You remember when you grabbed your first titty? I feel that right yeah, here. Man. And I felt it this right This sign here. reminds me when I got my first titty. I remember her name was mm. Jermaine Simonson. Jermaine, I think I knew her too, dog. Yeah, big, big left titty, big tiny left titty, right titty. Small right one. That's hey, why we call it lopsided Lorraine. Yeah, do you know which one I grabbed first? You grabbed the right one. Yeah, I did, you boy. You got on big yeah. on that right titty. <laughs> Hello, um, welcome to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Um, I'm quite weirdly um, concerned about how my hair's looking today. Yeah, you brought it up a couple of times. Yeah, I'm, I said I'm, it could get some volume in the back. Did you just you showered later than usual? Yeah, I showered later than usual. It's too close, and because my hair's kind of reaching kind of uncharted waters. Well, when it's long, it either looks better than it'll ever look, or worse than it'll ever look. So mm. when it's short, there's like it's like consistently six seven out of ten yeah and if you've got long hair yeah in the cycle of washing conditioning preach you can get it to a nine out of ten best yeah. you ever look and you're like why do i know and then but it can be threes out of ten so you can yeah get twos out of ten so that's the real stress well did you know that washing your hair is a lie um mm. brought to you by mainly head and shoulders but big hair products big hair big hair yeah um you don't hair has self-regulating cleaning things within them uh, within its within itself yeah. Um, and washing too regularly is going to cause damage to the hair. You. And unnecessarily. Well, you were. Uh, I remember when you were um, a child, I used to tell you this. How old? Uh, 13. Okay. That's a child. Yeah. Uh, you. You're, you're, the story suggests that you weren't a child. Like no, because no, you were a child. Elder. If you look at. Listen to what the story is, it does prove the point that mentally you're certainly younger. That is the than one me. thing I'm against doing. Um, is that you, you, you used to wash your hair every day. Yeah. Which I was, was wild. I was mistaken. Yeah. I, um, and then I told you, I said, you know, you're, it's like bad. Please don't take gets, credit. It gets your please natural oils. And then you go, that's all nonsense. So you thought that was a, a lie. Look, sometimes you've got to hit rock bottom to make it all the way to the top. Yeah. And um, now it's... <laughs> uh, Did you feel any... Do you think you've done any permanent dash, damage to your hair? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, it's gushing. It's flowing. It's wondrous. It's luscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm more than happy with it. Do you it. never wash it? No, I wash it very regularly. Um, the thing is, because I, I've started to use wax a lot less now as well. And that's bad as well, yeah. yeah wa- you, you don't but have wax is an inevitability for me because I, I have straight as fuck hair. Yeah. So if when I, you've, I had the most ridiculous bedhead. And I, yeah. We can get a quick picture because there's a really... Do, well, you have one on your... There's, there's several. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's billions, but there are a quick one here. Every, What's interesting is you got to, you, there's two... Because we both got sort of curtains going on. There's normally two directions your hair's going. It's the right curtain and the left curtain. So you're... Yeah. When you wake up, it's like a clock no, hand. Like, no, yeah, yeah. You don't know which way it's going to be pointing because it's going to be. Well, is it going to be everywhere. like twelve thirty? Is it going to yeah. be like three twenty? Like you have yeah. no idea what those two bits are going to be doing. True, but my, I mean, mine. I don't think it even conforms to a clock-like nature. Okay. It just is everywhere. As mm. in, I've woken up where everything, yeah. every, all parts of my hair have been standing completely upright, and I have fairly long hair, so it's it's, it's a bit of a task for it to get truly, sure. truly to the top there. Yeah. Um, but it's a really it's a tough beast to tame. So 
you're yeah. gonna have to put some wax in it mm. but i've got the hair dryer out in more recent times yeah um, so you so you, but you think you, you so how often are you rushing your hair because remember we're doing men's lifestyle i want us to sort Once. of replace men's health so interesting magazine. now i don't ever truly i don't use i never use shampoo okay i would i use a two-in-one thing to wash my hair yeah because i don't want to because i think shampoo you're properly washing it i might do shampoo i might nick some of your shampoo like once a month sure um but then probably not mine probably not yours who knows who honestly no idea yeah there's there's, it, there's like there's no four of us as well no best. one i have no idea who's is who's but yeah. i'm like a potions master in there yeah i'm mixing <laughs> them all up i'm fucking yeah. I'm, i don't give a shit man i'm like i, I have no <laughs> idea who's is who's i'm using some shaver i'm trimming my balls i'm, yeah, I'm putting yeah. some oils crushing on. crushing herbs yeah, and spices yeah, chucking dude, it on your nipples you i don't know. know who's is who's. anything goes in there yeah. um but i'd say so i'd do that like once a week maybe See that's that's more regular than mine. I do it that regularly. Oh, do you? But is it? Do you? Okay. I do it. I don't know a time period when I do it, but I do it when I can't move my hair. My hair's getting too much. Okay, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Well, it's because it's like as soon as I wash my hair, my hair's well, fucked for three it's days. Getting, well, I think with blonde hair as well, grease goes less noticed yeah. than with darker hair. Well, it's kind of, I'm sort of like a gnarly surfer dude. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And also, I've got like fluffy hair, so I'd, I look yeah, like it's a kind a, of like golden got, retriever. And it, if you've got long hair and you wash it, I found a perfect conditioner. Um, I think it's a tre- not Tresemme, Pantene. Head and shoulders. With a pink bottle, fucking, it, this amazing conditioner. I'll let you guys know for any um, thick L'Oreal um, uh, hair. No, no. Um, it's there's the, the pink bottle. Uh, it's so a like conditioner a that's one. really it's got a hippo on it. No, 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 no. Um, but it's really, it's really sorted me out. Yeah. Um, can, well, we can tell by all the security you have <laughs> over your hair. You know? That's true, actually. Um, but well, it's been a long time since we've had a haircut. Yeah. As well, like you're going to witness because it's probably going to be a while mm. still because I got a very short, as in like not much taken off my hair at all when I last went, not knowing it'll be the last time for Naive. several months. So I'm, it's really going to be one. Yeah, it's one of my big flaws. But um, it's gonna yeah, be but I, I, I'm, I think it's good because I do. This is this is a historical moment and we should lean into the aesthetic a lot. Down. Absolutely. So I want this to go as long as possible. We yeah, should all see how long it should, could go because it's a well, real sign. We can sign. dye my hair blonde, maybe. Yeah. The only thing is I've realized I'm training a group of new people at work next week. So I'm glad we didn't do it last weekend because I'm a bit, I'm not sure turning up. What's the worst that's going to happen? Well, nothing. I think we should do it this weekend, maybe. Exactly. Uh, well, like, even if you're what? Yeah, gonna, I, you're going to get fired. Well, no, 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 true. <laughs> true. Well, it's just, I understand. I'm it might worried be a bit about it turning ginger. Sure. But I think we've got enough hair care specialists around us yeah. to probably do the job. But also fundamentally, what is the worst thing that can happen? Uh, a few odd uh, you, you, you've seen, yeah, you've seen the people you work with. You've seen their hair. I'm sure there's some absolute. Well, these are new schlitz. people. Oh yeah, they're schlitz, but they're yeah. Not, so like, yeah. I guess you won't command respect with your colleagues if well, you're if you've yeah. got like a weird ginger. Yeah, hair. I don't but really need back to. on um, back yeah. on the two because you say you use two and one shampoo sure. and conditioner. Yeah. Uh, one time, which is truly, it stuck with me. It was quite terrifying. I saw, because I've noticed it going up in recent time. And this is when someone introduced term one. I don't know when that is historically, but yeah. I think it was before we were born. circa 2006. Do you think? Yeah, when Maybe, it started well, to really hit the market. Well, so two I think the products would have been out about 1990s. So when, when the first sort of scientists, when NASA first combined shampoo and conditioner to make term one. Well, it was after they got to the moon and extracted the proper materials they required to create the serum. Mm-hmm, so then sure. I think after, the, it took a bit of development, maybe about 20 years. It's one of those things where the technology it took to uh, propel a rocket to the moon um, 
coincidentally also yeah. could combine champion exactly position. it wasn't so, their primary objective but it was but a it was, it was a lucky it was like penicillin exactly lucky, lucky exactly. accident exactly but with turn one that's a great product especially people who don't care too much about it or who are efficient you've got lots Just of things cool to legend do. surfer dudes yeah legend surfer boost turn one that's fine i then saw three and one i saw three fucking women three and one came in which is shampoo conditioner shower gel i'm like okay whoa 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 I recently saw, this is genuine, yeah. I think it was in, it was either in Asda or Lidl. Mm, be careful. Um, seven and one. Fuck off. Seven in one. Now, can you list all seven? No. I, can but you I, give us so let, let's see, uh, what could they possibly buy? Is I it just it. for hair or is it body involved as well? It's seven in one. It's okay, so body it and hair. Be. So it's shower gel, it's shampoo, conditioner. it's conditioner, moisturizer, moisturizer cleanser. Cleanser. <laughs> Exfoliant. For, there was something crazy. Feet cream. Yeah. Hemorrhoid it was cream. Absolutely seven in one. Shaving foam. But they they put it loud and proud as if it was like this is gonna. No one needs seven and one. No. Because it's never gonna. It's not gonna do any individual thing well, well enough. The problem exactly. Who needs seven the and one? The problem with two in one is that although it's uh, convenient, you often worry about how well it does both of those jobs. When yeah, you, I think, when yeah. you accentuate that to seven. <laughs> yeah you're not confident it's going to do any <laughs> seven of those jobs to a reasonable standard. Anywhere near. Anywhere, anywhere near. near. It if might two as well just be is... soap <laughs> for all intents and purposes. And even as soap, you're like, I'm not sure I want to be rubbing no. shampoo, conditioner, exfoliator, <laughs> moisturizer. Yeah. If, yeah. if anything, you'd be worried about your skin falling off and your hair falling seven out. Seven in one. Seven in, pack it in, little or Asda. Seven in one. That's, a, that's offensive to consumers, mm. actually. Um, Seven and one. Are you, but you've become a big creamer. Yes. A body creamer. Mm -hmm. A yes. mousser. Sure. Uh, kind of like, I often mousse, find yourself yes. lathering your... Mm -hmm. often walk into Lotions. the bathroom because he doesn't lock the bathroom. And nope. you come in and he's got his... Uh, he's, he, he wears his um, pants, which are... He still wears uh, briefs or Y-fronts. Yes. Um, and then he's often lathers um, thick kind of black yeah. cream into his nipples. Mm -hmm. And various Andrew has child braces. pornography in his laptop. <laughs> 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 that really felt like I'm fed up with you doing this yet. I'm just going to get one out. <laughs> no. Who's got three billion images of child pornography saved on a hard drive? <laughs> because if you're going to have one video, you might as well have a thousand. That's my motto. But so I, because I, I mean, I'm late to the cream game. Sure. Um, but I'm. You have. You, the, the, I'm arguably the most need of cream. The, the history, yeah. The history of you with a lot of these things is that you are. We're both a bit like that. We're both quite headstrong, but you're certainly. If you don't understand something or haven't got round to seeing the benefits of it, you will aggressively go the other way. Yeah. You know, if I come to you and say, you show up, oh, I don't need that. It's like when I said the, the hair thing, you now swear by not washing your hair regularly. When I told you back at the time, you're like, nah, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. And it's the same thing with moisturizer. It's these things, they, they come around. Yeah, it's like, it's the same thing with feminism. Is that I don't really, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I don't no, really no. understand it yet. So I'm, <laughs> Nah, okay. I mean, I, I kind of, but nah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I am, um, yeah. I think it's, it once it, but then once it becomes within a routine, mm. it's like, I just need to pop the cherry of it, sure. if you will. Um, yeah. But I'll never, I don't get, what, right, here we go. Mm -hmm. This is a men's mental and physical we can, health We can podcast. talk about skincare routines. Okay, face wash, right, I, I, I use many face washes now because I have bad face skin. Um, but when it comes to cream, mm. what I have not got round to is mm. the cream where you put on when you don't wash it off with yeah. water. Now, what? How are you just not sticky all day? How are you not walking not through day. doors and and like touching a bit of a wall and there's okay. just like a. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, um, 
you've got to put a small amount and you've got to rub it in the a thing lot. Is, I don't sort do like things in small quantities yeah, that's I go you, hard yeah because then you just because like, if I'm doing it I'm you're, going you're looking around like an idiot but yeah. uh, I think I don't do um, I think this is generally quite a white thing but we, I don't lotion my body. I don't do my yeah. whole body. But if you're black or brown culturally and you're suggesting yeah. if you stop your skin getting ashy, you need to do your whole That's body. A, yeah, Bill Burr spoke about it, yeah. I think, in one of his. Um, but so I only do face, but I after every every time after shower, I'll make sure to moisturize. And before going to bed, I'll moisturize. And before going to bed, you'll moisturize? My face. Your face. And that means not of... So what, two, ex the daily wash exfoliator, so that's to get all the dirt out. Yeah. So there's no point putting moisturize. Well, you can put moisturizer on, but if you've got a dirty face, it's just what you're doing. You need yeah. to get the dirt out, and then you put the moisturizer to keep your skin Well, soft I've got a moisturizing facial wash. Sure. But that is washed off of water. I haven't just I haven't been. Yeah, yeah, that, they, those yet. are all right, but because they, they, they're but they're but not as good as a moisturizer. Same. Okay, I might look. So you need two. I, I think minimum you could do is it should yeah. do is two. Okay, wash and moisturize for sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's just a it's just a whole lot of whole lot of world a whole lot of world out there a whole lot of world out there. Yeah. Um. So today, um, we were discussing what to talk about, and um, I don't know if you guys have seen these uh, this news story about um. I think it's in Pennsylvania. It's in like Scranton where the US office is sent. Yeah, so, the electric city. Um, where the uh, this harrowing video of uh, a neighbour shooting another neighbour after yes. a, a fight. Neighbour side. Neighbour side. Uh, after a fight over shoveling snow. Um, and it seems like apparently there'd been a long build up to this. It's, you can watch it, it's quite a harrowing video uh, showing the very worst of humanity in some ways um, and the best in others. Um, uh, it looked like there was like a long term history of arguments between these two neighbours where, uh, by the way they were speaking to each other, and they, the one, two, this husband and wife had constantly shoveled snow onto the drive of this other one, they kept shouting at each other and they kept goading him. They kept goading him saying, uh, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I couldn't really work out what the fight was about fully, but what are you going to do about it? He to goes in and side. he does do something about it. Yeah, I mean, they did ask for him to do something. Yeah, and so this is this is the problem. is because we, yeah, um, it's obviously awful. It's but pretty harrowing. It's har harrowing, terrifying, and it also it really paints the kind of, the like day-to-day there's many things America being the most powerful country in the world is leading at but one thing that is so bizarre about that country is like things like that I just don't think happen in any other developed country no where you have a you know if you even look if you even, even if you look at the houses yeah. it's like suburban it's got a drive a garage it's not like in any sort of like shanty town or so it's not like where you, you'd expect like um, violence like that it's it's got all the makings of a country that has is developed and especially because it's America the houses are fucking massive huge houses well. big car um, and then he comes out after she said what are you going to do about it and shoots both of them and then that one of them's crawling to the garage um, and he goes back and gets his AR-15 to finish them off and then kills himself he killed himself yeah and now the problem is look, this is genuinely terrible um, awful thing to happen um, and it shows a lot about what's the how having guns in any situation like and no matter how far we escalate the situation here the fact that we don't have guns means there's a really clear ceiling yeah that's why we huff and puff in Britain yeah because we, we don't have guns we just, oh, 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 that's all we've got yeah but then the only thing I'll say 
is if you say what are you going to do but what would go on do something yeah there is there's just there's something going on (laughs) fuck it out yeah right when they come out and shoot you in the face with the gun terrible obviously bad but there is I could tell you were going to say something like this because the amount of times you preface this with how bad the act was. There is a... T- yeah. So Sorry for any of their family. Obviously terrible. But you always run the risk mm. when you tell someone, I think in their what mind, are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? I think in their mind, what you're going to do about it isn't... There, there isn't a uh, part of them that is thinking they're going to be murdered. But... You're suggesting that... I'm just saying you always run the risk when you say, what the fuck are you going to do about it? It's a bold yeah. thing to say. You think you're always... I'm not every, saying they deserved it. You think every time... I'm not saying they deserved it. every time someone says, what are you going to do about it, they run the risk of being shot by an AR-15. <sighs> it sounds bad, but yes. And I think and that's a fair segment. statement. <laughs> I think that's a fair statement to make. Well, I'll, I'll bring in some uh, then the, okay, a different on. context because Horatio messaged me this morning yeah. uh, saying about, have you seen this uh, neighbor death news story? So I typed it on Google and I saw, I think a much more fucking harrowing video. Yeah. And I was looking through it and it was a, he told me it was, you said it was a dispute about snow. Mm. And in this video, it was like summer. They were, there was no snow to be seen. It didn't phase Andrew. He didn't, did he didn't, I was like, he didn't think for a second well, it might was, be the wrong like, video. Well, <laughs> well, I guess they might have been coming back to it. Maybe there was, maybe there was so much snow. Or maybe they've they been fighting since winter. Well, maybe. <laughs> like and it was, they were still talking about the snow. Maybe yeah. they'd been snowed in and they only yeah. got to voice their concerns about the snow shoveling that had yeah. occurred after they yeah. got out of their house um but then there was another i found another video of a neighbor neighbor side yeah and it would that was it was hard that was work because it was really up close you explain what happened there was two people uh so i think the wife was filming there was a husband and they were arguing over mm. something and it was they were arguing with their neighbors who yeah. was a, a father and a son yeah one of them had a fucking shotgun slung over his yeah. shoulder the other one had a pistol yeah. And again, there was the, what are you going to do about it? Which we, we can talk about after mm. with very selected words. Mm. But they were, they kept getting more aggressive, more aggressive. Um, there were mentions of people killing each other, etc. And then the woman who's holding the phone, you can see uh, it starts to get a, a lot more intense. And then just out of nowhere, the guy, the guy with the shotgun just whips it out. Bang, bang. Go with the pistol, start shooting. Unbelievable. Then yeah, that was unbelievable. It's two topless fat Americans, like ridiculous. Ridiculously stereotype Americans, redneck, white, red-faced, fat, topless, guns. It yeah. looks like it's in the South. Um, and there's, I, I think it is, I think it's and a little bit relevant the guy was shot. black. He was black. No, he wasn't. I think he was. The guy no. who got shot. No. No, he wasn't. Was he not? No. Okay. No, he wasn't. Um, it looked like, it looked to be over a, um, a fly tipping dispute. Okay. So most of the gun crime in America seems to be over minor neighbor grievances. That's what's so, so where mad. where people put their shit. Yeah. So maybe if everyone just put their shit in the right place, gun violence would be solved. Yeah, because the problem with that one was that they had their guns out and it started videoing when they already had their guns out and he was getting angry that they even had their guns out. Yeah. And that was like... Oh, yeah. Well, his absolute fair grievance was yeah. you pulled a gun in front of my daughter. Yeah. And then he said, go on, you, if you're going to use it, use it. And then they used it. And it's awful. They shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but. <Have> we- <laughs> 
I feel but like we've just spoken if, about two news stories if, that we don't really have any. If, there's no funny take on this. <laughs> yeah, now, because all your take is, is don't say that. No, no, it's not. Which is getting a bit closer to it's not, victim blaming. No, it's not don't say ding, that. Ding, ding, ring the victim no, blaming it's bell. Not, You've done don't it again. Say that. It's not don't say that. Obviously, both of those. And those two men were truly, you can see them up and close, they seem truly repulsive people. The guy, the other guy killed himself as well. But all I'm trying to get at is there is something to go on then, shoot me, and then getting shot. There's something to it. I haven't now, really I, worked it out. You, Do you know what I mean? What they're, right. I th- what they're doing is escalating the situation rather de- than de-escalating the situation. It's not, it's not even but that. What, Obviously, but, that's but what bad. what is your point? Because you should never... It's just there's something about us um, trying to like say, if you're a real person, shoot me, and then yeah. you get shot. There is something there. And what you're... I don't know what that thing is. But if you say like, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, and then someone does something about it. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, you do you want to leave it as an open? I'm just question. saying if you t- if you're gonna say that. Yeah, which is a fair thing to say because most people pussy out. You the the reason why it's a baller thing to say. Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? It's because they run don't the do risk, anything about it. Because you run the risk of them doing something about it, and you don't. You're taking that risk. They should never have done it. Okay, but you do run the risk by saying that. Right, I think you should continue this podcast by yourself. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, um, because I don't stand by these these abhorrent... I'm not standing by abhorrent it. Abhorrent views. I'm just saying, what can we learn? What can we learn? Well, we can learn about de-escalating a situation rather than escalating it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's coming to. Mm. But then these are fairly... I don't think you can escalate a situation enough to suggest that you get shot for it. Yeah, it is wild that having that much anger with your neighbour. I mean, because what he did is like, imagine being so pissed off at like a small domestic dispute. You kill both your neighbours and then kill yourself. Like, understood, was he suicidal anyway? Well, it's a good question. Did or he... did he kill them and he was like, well, well I'm fucked, think well, I'm these, fucked now. In these, when I watch both, horribly when I watched both of these fucking videos today yeah. because of a clerical error that resulted in me watching the incorrect yeah. one, was why, what goes through these people's fucking heads? Like, it seems, I think it just must be the red mist of anger and rage that envelops them so much that every single part, like up until their life, they've gone, they've gone through it without murdering anyone. Mm. They're not a serial killer. They're not someone who's mentally ill, who has a compulsion to mm-hmm. kill. Mm. This is a crime of passion. Sure. And like crimes of passion, you almost associate with relationships or something mm. where, although of course, it's still abhorrent, you can understand that the emotions would get to that level. You know, someone's fly tipping on outside your front. But that's the thing, it's about fly tipping <laughs> and snow shoveling. So surely you've got this far in your life without murdering someone over a very minor fucking grievance. Mm because you're thought, yeah. thinking about the consequences of yeah. your actions. But just at that point, just to properly shoot. And these weren't like one-off shots and then realizing immediately what you've done. These are shoot to kills. <gasps> yeah, these yeah. are... These are and, and then shoot, going shoot back, kill. cold, and there's no, there was no but change in expression. That's why I think they killed themselves afterwards because they've realised. But what they didn't done. kill them the second, the, the second one. Yeah, they did. Which one? Both times they killed each other. No, they didn't they, kill themselves. Yeah, they did. Did the two fat guys kill themselves? One of them did. The dad did. What in the the tubby guy? Yeah, yeah. The that's... guy with the pistol did. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that part of the video. And it wasn't in the. Did you see? Was that in the other video? Yeah. I, I, the other video cut out for me. It, it cut out, but it read in the article. Yeah, uh, yeah, and in the other video, the video was in the article that the yeah. the guy killed himself. Wow. And it's literally just, but that is the whole thing about ha- possession of guns is wow. you're allowed to clearly both of these people who have done these horrible That's things crazy. have realized what they've done, realized that 
grave, horrible mistake and the grave, horrible thing that they've done. And they realise it's just worth killing yourself for it because mm. one, you, you realise the consequences. Well, you know in your the life's law, over anyway. And you re- exactly consequences in the law and living with yourself for what you've done. So they kill themselves. And that what a gun gives you in that situation is both the ability to kill someone over fly tipping and snow shoveling, and then the ability to kill yourselves afterward because you made the mistake of that. Mm. I think. I think with, when I when I see these. Um, because I've heard some Americans who like guns talk about guns, and I know how important it is to some people in their culture. And I think the thing that, that the reason why these situations happened, and I could realize why, is that having when you hold even a toy gun, there's a feeling. <coughs> when you have a toy gun when you're growing up, and you kind of have it in your hand, this feels like the kind of the backstory of an evil villain. No, no. When you have it in your hand, and you just feel like. As much as you like, even your play shooting, there's something that you're kind of like, it's a tool and you're sort of, it fills you with so much power and the idea of using it is so- I was waiting for you to say power. It's so, there's something so exhilarating about the idea of using it that you want to be in a situation where, it's like when you get like a new, I don't know, uh, a a new bit of kit and you want to use it somehow. If those guys, if you see the way they talk about guns, they're spending all day on the gun range, they they, they have their gun under their bed, they have this huge paranoid complex that people are going to come and attack them. That's why they need to protect their property. They have an idea they've got their gun. It's one of their constitutional fundamental rights to who they are as Americans. It's a political issue. They think about their gun all the time. They're like talking about guns. Imagine being, think about how big the gun industry is. Think about how much people buy guns and how little people use them for any real reason. Reason. Yeah, other than sport. So you're buying a gun, you've kitted it out, you got it with this new scope, you talk about the range, you've got the those kind of things. And you're you sort gotta, of you gotta watch it lie in your bed. You just gotta watch it. it. And I think that je- and I and this is not even a joke. I do genuinely think it's that having it in your house. Like I, I there was one like But that's why people go to gun ranges though. No, that's why people go to gun ranges because it's it's fun, they want to practice, yeah. or they want to practice or something, but there's still if you have a gun in your house, which is why it's so dangerous, is yeah. if you're in that culture, you I guarantee that they all fantasized about mm. using it for just reasons. They all fantasized constantly about someone trying to come into their house and sexually assault their wife. So they have like a pure reason to do it. And they, they want that so bad because then it will make sense while they've got it and it's using it. Every time they've looked down the scope, they've thought someone coming in. So that's partly why it's so like I got, a, go. I got a new water bottle today. Yes. And um, I found a lot of pleasure in simply drinking from it. Exactly. As in, it arrived yeah. and I, okay, cool, that's here. In the, in the tap, swirl it round, wash it out. And I drank a lot more water than I would have usually done today. Because you're testing it out. Because I've, and there's a bit of a it's, door. It's the same Even thing. in the most minor thing of a water bottle, mm. you get a bit of an endorphin release when mm-hmm. it comes. Because when you use it. And that's what it's, no, a, it's, it's a novelty. It's, it's a, a novelty of, of the new bit of kit. And that novelty doesn't wear out until you've overused it. Yeah. So then you have the same thing with a gun when you're equipping it with all that stuff, all those extras. Mm. Even when you just get it itself in its bare form, you have a novelty of wanting to use it. Mm. That maybe the shooting range doesn't properly kind of quench that first, maybe. I genuinely think, I know a com- there was a comedian in America who... Um, uh, who used to, uh, who still ha- has it in a holster constantly. He's like, he's got it. Uh, he managed to get his rights so he could ca- like uh, carry it, a concealing carry. Yeah. And just think about being that kind of mindset when you've got it, you see it all the time. It's such you a want, thing. You want a justified reason that yeah. you have that mental thing on your thing. Yeah. You want to, you've, but then it's the same thing once the mirror, you get. He's whipped it out. Of course he's whipped yeah, it out. Yeah, of course but he then, has. Because it's, it's one of those things once you get used to it mm. there 
uh, you, I, once you get that right, then it becomes addictive. You get those right. You get that right. Because guns rush. are fun, and this is what I think that people need to talk about the gun. Like I'm so, it's brilliant that guns are in this country, but it, I understand why it's so hard to get guns out of America. Yeah. Because once you have them, they are it's fun. Not really, a they political are issue. Fun as people shit. aren't arguing because I think so much of the. I think the, it's the political, political yeah, no, no, no. But listen, the political debate that happens around it, as in guns save lives, yeah. don't kill them, or don't yeah. stop them, whatever. Um, that's just like a, a a false argument for justifying the fact that people just want fucking guns. They've just got to go out, people. Instead of saying that, which isn't a politically a legitimate, thing. there's a there's cultural no, exactly. to it. No, exactly. But that, those go hand yeah. in hand, and yeah. a lot of it's you just you don't you because they're forced to say give a political argument about if it saves lives or not. Yeah. Whereas in reality, they just fucking want them. They just want it. Because they're cool, man. And they're fun. <laughs> like, if I went to America, uh, one it, one of the things I'd... If I went to, like, not New York anyway, if I went to, like, the South or anything like that, I'd love to go to gun range. I'd love to experience the not feeling... Not New York sh- because you couldn't shoot in it. You know, there's uh, yeah, not, there's not it's enough not space. Gun, yeah, but also because the gun laws Because you might kill York. someone. The gun loot laws are in New York are different. But... Yeah. Um, no, because I, I would genuinely I want to go to a gun range and I th- it'd yeah. be exhilarating. It'd be great fun. I don't think you should be allowed, but if yeah. it is allowed, I'll fucking have yeah. A why ride. not? You might as well jump on the bandwagon if it's, if it exists somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. It's like smoking weed in Jamaica. Yeah, but what, you you don't think weed should be legalized then? Well, no, no. I'm just saying if but, it's because yeah, yeah. well, there's a country out there that does it. When yeah, I'm there, yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, be, yeah. But I when don't. You're in Jamaica, when I you're in don't America, do it in England because I believe in the law. You know, and, and 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 then I think the moral of that story is, in, in all else, all things aside, we have to believe in the power and the quality of the law. We've got to. It's all we've got. It's, it's all, all we've got. got. It stops us from from men to from beasts to men and women. Should we move on to a Patreon question? Yeah. Well, are we, do we want to speak about Valentine's Day or do we want to? Oh, okay. Because we haven't. Because I think Day. that's topical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Valentine's Day is this. Help me out. Saturday. Sunday. Oh, sorry. I thought you, said, you were saying like it's this, this, this big grand s- construct. <laughs> it's this capitalist <laughs> Help celebration. Out. Help me out. You finish <laughs> it off for me, pal. Uh, it's um, the fourteenth, so it's going to be in four days. In four days. Um, so this is going to be. Oh, this is my second Valentine's Day with BB, and both times she's been away. Um, oh, she's away again. Yeah, I don't care much. Are you it. reading into that? No, because you should be. You haven't really thought about it enough. Why? Two in a row is a coincidence. Why is she? Two out of and two. And then, and what? She's carried a three. Oh, yeah. There it is. There, <sighs> there it is. She is having sex with. Where is she now? Glasgow. Yeah, she's having sex with Glaswegian. <laughs> where was she last? Oh, oh. Where was she last Valentine's Day? It was Glasgow. Wasn't oh, was it? It, was it, was Glasgow. Glasgow. it was Glasgow. It was Glasgow. It was Glasgow. Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day. The day of St. Valentine, the pagan tradition of um, something um, otherwise known as uh, Love Day, um, Hallmark Day. Uh, the it's day. Sun- this, this Sunday. So I'm not you- finished. Sorry. The day, yeah, I'm finished. Um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so what have you had any Valentine's Day experiences that notable? I haven't really. I've had one. I think I've only celebrated Valentine's Day once properly with one girlfriend who mm-hmm. I had whose name shall not be mentioned because she's the wicked witch of the West. Yeah. Um, you know, like you know those horrible, horrible girlfriends you Bitch. have. Bitch. You know, just like <laughs> <laughs> Um So I arranged yes. in my youth. I think I was seventeen at the time. So do you think she's gonna watch this? No, she never watches it because okay. she's a, she's a witch. Okay. Oh, so it's pointless me doing all yeah, this. She's yeah. a bitch. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, she's lovely. We're still friends. Um. So I, I arranged for da- dad and his then girlfriend were. I arranged for them to go out the house. 
I, How do you arrange for them to go to the house? Uh, with words, slick words, and please gonna have the house for tonight, Dad, because I want to boink my lady. Really? Yeah, I want to. No, I didn't say I want to have sex with her. No, no but it's so. He implied. Was, I think he was going out. Oh uh, no, it's kind of implied. But you yeah. wait for the rest of the story. Sure. So I told her to come round. Yeah. And we'll go out to Haywards Heath, where I lived. Um, I said, well, yeah, exactly, the city of love. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said, we'll go out and we'll try this new tapas place. <laughs> Tapas on the Broadway, baby. You know how it is. Um, it was on the Broadway, actually. So I said, well, go around. I said, come around to my house. Get yourself doled up, dressed yeah. to the nines. Yeah. I'll be looking like a 10. I'll meet you at 11. And by 12, I'll be in. Sure. Just two spices walking around Exactly. Town. <laughs> you know, we might find other people on there because we're looking so attractive. Maybe a foursome's on the cards. Who, Who knows? knows? It's tapas. We're sharing anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, the plan is she comes around to mine. We go out for tapas. She yeah. comes around to mine. Um, well, I just kind of meet her at the door, ready to go kind of thing. And then take a round, um, round to the right-hand side of my house. She sure. said, this is a weird way to go. Why mm-hmm. are we going this way? I said, don't you worry. I have a shortcut to the tapas place because I'm a man who knows Hayward Heath above anything. You and do. that's how I get girls because of my knowledge of Hayward Heath geographically. Take a round to the right-hand side of the house. She says, this is weird. I say, don't you worry, love. Hush down. Hush. Shh, 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 shh. Easy, girl. Easy. <laughs> easy, easy. Take a round. Open the, open. Take a round. Open the back door to the garden. What? This ain't the tapas place. Hold on. Walk into the back door, and in there is a candlelit dinner that mm. I prepared in my dad's kitchen. Now, hopeless romantic Angie Who, Who knew? At that point in my life, all I could cook was fajitas. <coughs> so all it was yeah. was fajitas. Yeah. Um, and they're not like, uh, it wasn't like um, <coughs> my kind of special homegrown, homemade ingredients for fajitas. No, it's the old, old El Paso kit. It's the old El Paso <laughs> barbecue fajita kit. But boy... <laughs> Did I kill it? And yeah. it was. It wasn't. Yeah, even, I've had some. It's good. You do it's, do a good it's, job. You yeah, do a good but job. It, it is essentially the instructions it's of the, the fucking. Kit. Package. It's a kit. It's a kit. It's yeah. the kit. Yeah. Um, and my ex-girlfriend was uh, massively into food, as in aggressively, a big podger, <laughs> as in she couldn't fit through doors. Um, no, she was just. She fucking loved food. She's one of those girls who yeah. would call, she She's self-proclaimed a foodie. foodie. Yeah. Um, She's but, middle class. But to the yeah, exactly. <laughs> But but to the extent where she would get so upset about not getting the right food or like if she hadn't eaten, she'd become a, a miserable yes. uh, whore. Yeah. Um, sorry, that's a joke. Um, but so her, f- as as I put a lot of effort into that, you'd expect, ah, oh, my God, amazing. Yeah. And she did give me that, but behind her, I could see she was disappointed we didn't go to the new tapas place. <sighs> that's a brutal thing because I know this girl. She is a great gal, but she she sadly, she doesn't have the skill to conceal... Um, her feelings is yeah. a skill that many people should learn yeah. and it's that one of the key skills you should have in romance yeah, one of the yeah. key skills is being able to if someone makes a gesture yeah there's often things that can be annoying because they can't you can't ever perfect yeah it. surprises you need are to pretend. you've got to pretend yeah. that because you know I can I can be in her shoes like it's really nice gesture, but if you're all gassed up for tapas made by professionals, exactly, you're and you've got, be, you've got Drew's barbecue It's lovely. It's almost the worst possible scenario because yeah. you have no recourse. Because at the end of the day, it's not the thought that counts. It's, it's the not. It's not. It's I hate this thought. It's the thought that counts, shit. Because yeah, it's like if someone hasn't really thought it through enough, then it isn't 
yeah. good thought. You yeah. Know? I well the 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 grave error that I made there yeah. was that I said we would go to the new tapas place. So Were I you gassing, oh, I you wanted to her up? because I <laughs> at the time I think I was like I wanna I want it to seem like I'm making an effort yeah. even in my lie about what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Because I even wanted to seem impressive at that moment, but then yeah. I kind of sold myself too high on You're that. You're too busy. We're going to be in tapas. This place is great. I should great. have said we go to the fucking babby down the road. Yeah, and that's yeah, what, yeah. That's what it's yeah be. that's what you should have done. Yeah, we're going to sit in the park and have a cry. Yeah. And then, bam. But I sold it with tapas. Um, but I actually, did you did you bring it up on the date uh, that you? It was oh, clear. I broke up with her there and then. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw that disappointment in her face, get out, get out, via the back door as well. Dad's coming back in an hour. Uh, no, so that's the only real Valentine's Day I've done. Yeah, I think because I've been in things with women before and since. Yeah, but I they've always not been interested in it, or maybe. Mm. But is that what all women say? And I've just been like, cool. Mm. We'll um, have a nice evening, but yeah. it's not like it's. I, I don't know. I'm not. Presents seem weird at that mm. point. Like I don't know. It's not for me. Um, I think I definitely think BB's big into it um, and is upset that we've ha- ha- had. Well, to Well, that's why she's in Glasgow. That's why she's in Glasgow because she wants to meet someone. Share who, with the people you love. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's something certainly where if one person's into it, then you should. Yeah, you know, do it. but it's if I'm not, not. I'm not for those kind of things. It's like I, I don't know. I think we, I, I'm much more. I'm much in a relationship. I'm much more in consistent, like eight out of ten dates, as opposed to like once every four months, like a ten out of ten huge experience. I'm much more about just logging in. Like I want to make a date not special because it's so regular. You're like, such a perfect man. Yeah, that's that's what a what a. I'd love to be in a relationship. I, I, I don't want it to be like this big event that's like finally we have to study. I'm like, I want it to be like, we've worked out where we're, we're going out and we're doing the stuff we want to do so yeah. much that it, we don't need. Valentine's Day yeah, to yeah. me seems like people who are like working so much, they never get any time together. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. they're one night. I don't want it to be this. It seems weird. We're seeing each other all the time. We're doing stuff. We enjoy it. We're doing it. We're going out to restaurants anyway. We're seeing films. It just, it yeah. would just be what we'd normally yeah, do anyway. Yeah. But is it not an excuse to maybe go out for a more nice dinner? It probably is. Than um, you usually have. Yeah. I don't know. It probably is. It probably is. But uh, I, I don't know. Um, well, gestures such as my back... I'm bad, I'm bad at gesture. gestures because this is something I wanted to bring up. Which you can is, use mine if you want. Um, what, fajitas in the garden? Well, maybe do something other than fajitas. <laughs> and well, don't, promise them, don't promise them their favourite this food. Is, this is what we do. This is where we're workshopping ideas. So there's this um, thing called love languages. I don't know who came up with it. Um, I'm very sure it's a white woman. Jamila Jamil? J- Jamila Jamil. Um, lo- love languages. What would you do if it was Bernie Sanders? Who <laughs> came up with the love <laughs> It was just a thing he had on the side. Um, one second. So basically, no Chomsky. Uh, this is an idea that um, my my last two girlfriends actually knew quite well, and I, I think a lot of women do, which is uh, love languages. So these are like they they've broken down into five different ways of basically, and I think it's a good way of like understanding. The fundamental lesson from this, which I agree with, even though I think it's a, a little bit novelty, is that people have different ways of expressing love. Sure. And um, the the way of splitting up is love languages. Is cold indifference an option? Uh? Is cold indifference an option? I don't. They don't have it on here. Okay. But I, might, I'm, I might be incapable. <laughs> I might be incapable. Um, but it, basically, the, the the benefit of have, talking about love languages and what it what wisdom it has yeah. is that 
you know, someone might be bad at expressing love in a certain way. Yeah. But then if you try and work out how they express it in other ways, you can have a better way of understanding people. Do okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like not putting pressure on people to express love in ways they find hard. So the five like you're not going to get too pissed off because Brighton can't score goals. Because yes. when you're looking at their ability to kind of set up and defend, you're okay with it. There we so go. So their love language would be the midfield. Mm-hmm. and. They a, might per- be a perfect example of this is that it, my ex was her, her probably her biggest love language was begging um, was begging <laughs> okay, that's another episode <laughs> um, her biggest thing was uh, gifts and that's one of the five languages yeah. so she would do the, the most incredible gifts I've ever seen anyone do and that's how she expressed love yeah that is the bottom of my pile yeah so it was a huge thing she nearly broke up with me it's gifts I got one of the things one of the things and if you think about it it's like because gifts can be many things yeah um if you think about it um but yeah i got her a candle for christmas once um and Th- she that's nearly what broke a friend who i haven't seen for a year got me for my last birthday yeah it was poor i know in retrospect it was poor how big was the candle but um i was like 20 at the time that means it was small I was, it was a bit a big one it was a big one yeah, but sure. it was like it was like a nice one but it was still like it was a, a present you get for someone you don't know anything about Wait, you're not it's just a, lying to us you're lying to it's yourself a, it's a, it was a small candle yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah and the, the worst thing is i also got one for my mum. Uh, <laughs> different different sense but same shop same shop <laughs> Uh, it was poor. It was poor, and the problem is. But I was like, I was like, 19. no, you were young. You were young. I was twenty nineteen. Yeah, of course, you were young. Um, and the 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 big mistake is that she said to me, and this is something that, as an older man, you have to realise is she said to me, I don't care what you get me. Never listen. It's no, just, never. It's no, that's like not. this is. I'm not trying to make a whole thing about it, but it's yeah. it's a clear thing. I I can't realise I was that dumb. Yeah. But I genuinely took what well, she said. Well, because part of being like, a woke man nowadays yeah. is not listening to the stereotypes <laughs> that we've been that we've heard in sitcoms in the past. Because now it's like because because you hear and yeah. like you or you might hear your dad say, yeah. "Oh, women are like yeah, this," yeah. and now we go, "Actually, no, they're not. They no, they're are not. Their, they I mean, like candles. They are their own human beings, and I believe what they yeah. say. But there are some fucking truths, and that goes into the thing we're talking about. People, us, not TV shows, not talking about defined truths of gender. Anything yeah, yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. Is I've disavowed all those things in my but head. But those are good now lessons. I'm trying, no, now I'm relearning them. Because they're good lessons. They're good because lessons. they're still... They're it, still doesn't, it doesn't have to be diminishing when it, it, both of us have been conditioned. Yeah. We're not going to be unconditioned within the next 20 years. So yeah, we still yeah. need to learn so what to the remember. rules are. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. it's not a thousand years in the future. We're not all yeah. genderless wearing smocks. Yeah. We still, we're still wearing trousers. They're still sunners wearing skirts. It's like, Bang you on. know... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the gifts and like the, for example she did like crazy she so much so that I thought it was a bit rude because it's like she knew I'd never be able to it was like I'd, I'd she never gave be able, me gifts she gave you gifts um, it made me feel terrible um, she she from our radio show she got the highlights of our radio show pressed into a vinyl okay have we still got that yeah I think I got it at home um, so that's the most extraordinary gift anyone's ever got me and now I got a candle which was bad in retrospect uh, so the five um, love languages are, and the, I think the best way to do it is. Wait, you, was that on you, the same day? You not got on the same day, not the same hey. day. Um, still, the five love languages. Uh, the best way to do it to know what you um, defines you is you should rank them. I feel okay so as the one that you express most. So um, words of affirmation, um, which is just like. Uh, showing love through ver- ver- verbal don't you look gorgeous today S- yeah, things like that for sure physical touch which is not just smashing 
Uh, though it is. Though it is. Um, it's it's also uh, just uh, just generally being... Touchy-feely. Touchy-feely. Uh, receiving gifts or giving gifts. Rece- <coughs> receiving. Yeah, I don't know why it says receiving gifts here. My love language is receiving gifts. <laughs> <laughs> gifts. Uh, quality time. Right. And acts of service. Okay. All right. Acts of service, number one. Do you think? Definitely. Okay, I disagree. I think you're wrong. We're gone. What about me? Yeah. Well, I don't love you. No, I think physical touch would be... Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe not. Well, actually, phys- yeah, I fit. maybe physical touch. Hold on. Uh, actually, uh, yeah. How uh, do you express love? Hey, maybe when, 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 when you're in a relationship, how do you most express love to another person? Words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, quality time, acts of service. It's definitely not words of affirmation. Okay. That would probably be the bottom. Because okay. the thing is, I still believe in negging. Sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a joke. Um, I, I neg a lot. That's yeah. very, it's very low on my list, for sure. Um, but as an emotionally stunted man who's gone through a divorce and seen a father without any, uh, without any capability of showing emotions, I can't really do it either. But sure. I'm working on it. He's working on it. Um, so definitely, words at the bottom. Okay. I think physical touch, actually. I think you're right, is the top. Top? Is it? Yeah, definitely touch. Number one, physical touch. Yeah, definitely touch. Definitely touch. Um... But as long as that touch isn't labored, do you know what I mean? It, it, it sometimes you, you can go into a touch and like when it, when it becomes what I <sighs> go on when people sometimes I have realized, especially recently and for a long time, I hate when people tell me what to fucking do. So even if I'm if I'm massaging a lady's head sure, and then they tell me that they they like it. Great. If they tell me to keep doing it, I'll stop. Interesting. I, d- I know what you mean. And like, that's, so with a, with a girl, no, I'm no, a no, lot no, no. More... So it's fine. If they say that's good, keep going. Yeah, if they but like it, But if you it, take right. it away and they grab no, your no, hand. No, 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 even if you, oh, 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 they go, even if you keep going, oh, keep going. Even if you're still going, I'll be like, no, you've, no fuck you. Okay. I could have gone, like gone for an hour. Oh, uh, okay. That's interesting. Um, um, but that's with, well, that's with everything. Because even if, because I have a really low bar. If, if anyone tells me what to do, I'll just, fuck off. Please stop telling me that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I think that was physical touch first, acts of service, acts of service, second, definitely. If I'm, yeah, so it's I'm, like I'm making from, them breakfast in bed. I don't know. Oh, that's what oh yeah, one. I make, yeah, make it, no, yeah, food, Doing making food, for them, coffee, helping them out. If they, if even like mundane, non romantic thing, I hate, I hate, here we go, yeah, I hate receiving massages. Okay, I'm not a massage person, all right, so. With previous relationships, I've just given full body massages for like an hour. Sure. And then I've been asked, do you, nah, do you want yours? Because it could be a nice couple thing to do. I'm, I've got zero interest okay. in it. Yeah. Um, but then, so, go on then. What's the, so what are the other three? three? Uh, physical touch. So you've gone physical touch, at service. There's quality time, receiving uh, gifts and words of affirmation. Um, words of affirmation. So it goes touch, service, quality time, gifts, Words. words of affirmation yeah that's me that's interesting okay so Where's for yours? me physical touch definitely yeah like i, I weirdly in relationships i feel like whenever i do what's weird wait is words uh, is um words of affirmation at the bottom for you yeah so physical touch is at the top for me and words of affirmation is fourth not fifth but what it's like we're kind of like weird like ape like emotionally stunted men yeah. like i i never i can't do cutesy talk or like uh, any sort of like those kind of like I just I can't express myself but I can through touch so it's yeah, like yeah. we're like sort of like 
like apes. apes with our mouths sewn shut who like I like to... what you said <laughs> you are like, yeah. I love you I'm not gonna do it verbally I'm just gonna like just I just you know well in the same way as a picture says a thousand words a touch says a thousand yeah, words yeah exactly so for me it'd be physical touch quality time for sure yeah um, so those are the top two and then the rest I'd oh, say yeah. those two are the ways I'd express love more than anything else maybe quality time a bit actually um, I did that was my third then, yeah they're interesting and then um, sounds like we're pretty compatible then right? acts of service then um, uh, words of affirmation then gifts gifts is the bottom I don't see love through gifts at all yeah well, but it's I just not both it's not just romantic love it's not just romantic love it's the way that um, parents respect, uh, show love to children it's just the way of expressing love and it's quite yeah. interesting when you as a way of understanding yeah because my mum never showed me a single word of affirmation it's all you're the worst and yeah it's like a weird thing about why are you still in my kitchen yeah yeah can, can you not make toast like that yeah, yeah um she's, so, um, well she was abusive and she's been she yeah she was a, she's a violent woman um, and she has been adequately dealt with by the authorities yeah so so it's, it's not a sad story because the authorities have dealt with they it brought, they've taken her away yeah and now you, your, your real mother is the law is the law is <laughs> the authorities it's hence the crown my court. earlier discussion about the importance of the law um yeah because it's even like my dad uh, obviously is like emotionally stunted with like uh uh acts of like words of affirmation or anything like that but he expresses it fully through gifts like that's just the way gifts, he does it do you think? Like, yeah the whole, the whole way is he doesn't want to he doesn't want to take anything out of his schedule really uh that will like but he will just throw money at a problem yeah and be like that's how but that's how he expresses love and it is you know he does think about those things and it is just it's a genuine way of expressing affection. yeah that's that's very true mm -hmm. it's well with my mum i think she's actually all of them to be honest yeah, I was in my mum's maybe the most loving person on the fucking but, planet but, but uh i'm sure but she's not a word she's not a words list. person no so it's not like She's very bad. So, like, although it's not the same, she's yeah. uh, our family's notoriously bad at sympathy. Sure. If anyone, if like when I was ill or something, it's not like she'll do everything that she needed to do for me to feel comfortable. But she's not going to be like, oh, poor baby, whatever. She's just like, there you go. It, like, watch TV or whatever. You'll be fine eventually. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. same with my dad as well. So, I think part of that is where the words are coming sure, from. Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think we should get a bit more of that. I like that. I, I, I like, I, I'm a big fan of like, um, kind of stunted uh, emotional ways of people who desperately try to show love but can't. Like that feels so, there's something oh, yeah. so um, poetic about it of like someone When your dad who, awkwardly touches you on the knee. It's just, there's something amazing. It's just like when, you know, even with a when you've got like a, a straight male friend and you both have a huge amount of affection for each other, but you just, there's, there's like yeah. a complete. There's something so amazing about like not having the, and I almost like it. It's it's dysfunctional, but yeah. there's something kind of weirdly poetic about like having no vocabulary to express <laughs> any, and yeah, then you yeah. do it in weird like yeah. kind of stunted ways. Yeah. I, I I weirdly there's think. a lot of inferences. especially for like British men. Oh like, god, there's yeah. something. Well, I, yeah, there's that's something I can see. <laughs> I can see you enjoy actually, because with a lot of my other male friends, I'm very tactile. But I can see it's almost like you enjoy it so much. I think that's almost a way to show love to you, just yeah, to, yeah. To, to live in the moment. Of, it's true. It's I, like I the anticipation like before in, sex is what it is. You, you, um, you prolong the kind of honeymoon period. You prolong the, the chase, if you will. Yeah, don't bring Bradley into this. So there's been some interesting developments in the news this week. And as your fake news outlet, uh, we're going to discuss some of them. One of the big ones that I felt has got low-key under the radar is some of the stories about the royal family. Yeah, I've read a bit. I, I, I actually had read some of them, but... 
Yeah. I don't really haven't really seen much comment or debate about it or anything. Exactly. Well, it's like The Guardian did it and then none of usually you see one news outlet break a story and then all the other ones pick it up after. Mm-hmm. But no, none of them really kind of picks it up and it's unsurprising because yeah. of the content of it. But it's about the royal family and it's something called the Queen's Consent, which sure. is... So it's largely... it's Everyone knows about it or like all the media know about it, etc. It's um, largely viewed as a ceremonial kind of role. Sure. Um, where on some pieces of legislation... Yeah. Parliament will go to the Queen just to, for her almost tacit approval. So that it's kind of, it's meant to be a ceremonial thing where she's not really exercising any power in it. It's just to say, so they kind they of pass. They on every bill. No, no, no. Good. She has to sign every bill. She has to sign every yeah, bill. Yeah, yeah. But not, it's they don't before, have to call before it gets to the debate. Okay. So it's looking over the bill. So she'll sign every law, yeah, but yeah. it's not about, it's about the bills that get in. So the Guardian kind of looked into this and it was about, what was, do you remember the number? I've said it was a a thousand or so laws Mm -hmm. have gone through this avenue of Queen's consent, Mm. which is fucking mental Mm -hmm. because that means the Queen or Prince Charles, Charles for some of them, are looking over these bills and saying, giving their opinion on it, whether it's a good or bad thing, whether they're they're accepting on it. And so what was, so like that has, because I messaged, again, she's coming up a lot, but I messaged my ex-girlfriend about this because she's sure. a big royal fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to be like, ha-ha, um, because this is bullshit. And so she, her response is like, oh, of course, but what queen, the queen and royal family get preferential treatment, big deal. Um, so that is obviously, that part, part of that is true, but it's a double-headed thing of it's both, the laws that are being passed are both... Um, both to do with the because they affect the royal family themselves, but there's mm. also the breadth, the fact that there's a thousand of them, and if you go through them, mm. there are things that just have no relevance to the royal family. So it's like laws are being passed, laws are being run by the royal family, so they can express their personal preference as well as their personal opinion sure. on them. So about things that affect them as well as things that don't really affect them at all, but they yeah. just want to give their opinion on. So like fox hunting was yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. What's fucking, as in like, because they, because what I feel has happened is because of the existence of it, is that MPs who are putting bills in feel a bit scared about omitting the Queen's consent from it. So they're running it by them as a precaution because they don't want to do that. But what some of the stuff has come out of it. So there was a big thing that the Queen was essentially, mm-hmm. the what we can look at it from now is that the royal family are acting as a lobbying firm. Okay. In the government. They have such a stronger role in government policy than we ever fucking expected it to be. Mm -hmm. And there's the one side of it which is less harmless, which would be something like, although it's less harmless politically, it's obviously immoral, I think, is that they're able to have a say in policy which will affect them. Because although it is less harmless because it only affects them, it doesn't affect everything. But for stuff like that, you've got... The most of the income from the royal family comes from their property and their landlords. Do you know, like landlords are a lot of normal people, which is mm-hmm. the interesting thing because they yeah. own vast swathes of land all across the yeah, country. So, like landlord uh, changes would affect them. Yeah. yeah. So there was a big. So one of the one a law that came in for the benefit of fucking tenants compared to landlords was the ability to buy a house after after you've lived in it for a certain amount of time. And they um, they got a veto from that. So there are... They got a veto? Yeah, so there are people in loads of parts of the country that aren't able to buy the house. What do you mean they got a veto? So from they, the law. They, they, Legally, they can't buy the house. 
They no, don't have no, no, the same no, but rights. I mean, they, they didn't make that law. If they hadn't, are you saying if they hadn't got involved, that law wouldn't have got passed? Uh, the law would have got passed, um, but within the law is a caveat that the royals basically get a say that they can't okay. do it to them. So, y yes. So that's no, because that's one part of it. Okay. So that because that directly affects them, mm. but it's still mental. That the fucking royal family, like people that live in royal family-owned houses, yeah. don't have the same rights as other tenants because the royal family. That's mental to me, and like they now live in how because of that. Instead of to get into the nitty gritty of it, instead of getting so instead of having the right to buy the house, what they give them is a ninety-nine years guaranteed of a, like right to live in it. But then that just means that the house price depreciates in value because the long, the further you get into those 99 years, the less time there is. And then you've got to renew your contract to the end of it. So people don't want to buy it. Okay. Yeah. Which is, which is bad. No, it is bad. It is bad. Um, I guess, um, it's sort of the, the, the point of raising this fundamentally is, um, do you think, kill, uh, the, kill the queen? Do you, do you, uh, cause there's, I, I think there needs to be huge reforms done. Uh, but are you for or against the monarchy? Against. Why? Uh, on a two, uh, maybe, maybe a two for a reason. One, it's meant to have a ceremonial sure. kind of position. And I've heard lots of arguments that it brings in tourism and all that stuff. Don't even listen to those. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure you made some of those when we were back at uni, but... Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't even... Because this is the thing, because I'm... I am torn... Because it, it basically sums up the two contradicting sides of my beliefs, which is that I'm a socialist, yeah. but then I'm also uh, about preserving or like trying to, I think it's important to have a vibrant, uh, preserved culture as well. And these kind of two things. How much are, of our culture do you think actually comes from the monarchy? Well, no, I think it's a, lot of, some, a lot of it does because it's... it's. But uh, our current culture right now, so that the good no, parts of what you could call English culture... Well, I'll get onto that in a sec, but this is why it's such a weird debate for me because it's like my two fundamental beliefs where it's like if I believe in like sort of a side of England, which is the NHS, which is like uh, radical changes, uh, world beating changes in um, sort of equality, the Magna Carta, that, that sort of English tradition, it just seems a bit mad to believe in the royal family, but it kind of yeah. crosses both. Um but oh, something, so something with that, just to finish off the, yeah. the general points about the laws, one of them was, so you know the queen, like the royal families, most of their income comes, as I say, from uh, property investments. You know, all of that is immune to inheritance tax. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't understand how that can be allowed right now. Yeah. The queen yeah. and the royal family who don't, who have these, who are the most, one of the richest families in England and mm -hmm. the UK, do not give any money in the majority in the in the sector which brings the majority of their money into it back to the government and back to the people of the UK, which they're meant to rule over. That for me is fucking crazy. Yeah, but they 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 they're kind of part. They're being paid for by taxpayers anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's going back into exactly. The money so you're taking even more out of it. I guess so. Instead yeah. of giving it back, yeah, no, no, I, because they're being paid by no, because they're not just being paid by taxpayers. That's a myth. I, I, because I, they're not. They're being paid also by their mostly by the properties that they have. Mm. And they charge people rent from it, much in the same way that any normal landlord would, mm. but they're being exempt from passing it down to their kids from tax. 
So the so the taxpayer and normal people see even less money from it than they would originally. Yeah, I, all of these debate, all of the things like the laws, these kind of things, they do seem like things that could be ironed out on an individual basis. I could agree with you uh, cutting those things out. But the general royal debate, the problem with these kind of small minor, th- these things, they, they build into a whole thing. It's kind of the fundamental thing. Should we have them or shouldn't we? Should we, or, but those should, things go or, into it. or should we have them in a reform Because those way? things are so important for going into it though, because you can talk about the, the grander scheme of yeah. things. But, but we have to, that's, 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 that, that's the third option, which is we should have them, but we should reform it. You know, that's, there's a third option where you can cut out some of these things. We wouldn't be still. able to reform it because it'll go through the Queen's consent and it'll be bloody vetoed. No, because if, if, if... That, the, was, that the, was a joke. If the Royal Family veto anything, they're finished forever. It's an interesting thing. Any, but they're any, lobbying. Any, uh, royal, any sitting monarch, it's interesting to me, has one law they can stop. Because if they stop one law, they're finished forever. Yeah. But they have the power to stop one law. It will get passed after. But them. the more insidious thing is that they're having impact on laws yes. okay. in a more minor no, way. No, no, which no. Means I, I they do are. agree. I do agree. So they should be stopped so now. On, on the on the tourism thing, uh, this gets raised in this debate where it's like they're costing the taxpayers money, and then people say they bring in more than they they cost and stuff like that. I think it's a little bit irrelevant because I'm like, I'm sure. I I think surely if if the debate about the royal family, if they are a tourism thing, then we definitely shouldn't have them. Even if they bring in money, that's a ridiculous thing for a country. They're not they're not like a museum just to like pit, gawp out through glass. It's, it seems a bit mad that the debate is about if they're profitable. They're not like, it's not about whether they're a business or not. That just seems to me, surely if the royal family, if you're a royalist, if you believe in the royal family, surely they have to mean something more than how much money they take away or give. It needs yeah. to be something more or else it's, a, it's the whole thing's pointless and it becomes rather sordid. If the whole thing is about, yes, we pay for them, but they make it back. So it's like a profitable exercise. That's, I, I, I think it's a ancient uh, order it's gone for a thousand years if we're viewing it now as purely a money-making thing i don't think that's the right way i completely understand anyone who, who, who thinks it's uh, immoral and wrong because it does promote a certain level of inequality i do agree with that and there's certain ref- reforms that are happening which i think are really important which is that they're they're like um get making the, the royal family leaner so before there was like <clears throat> the cousins the cousins the cousins there was like these mike tyndall yeah, there's just like loads of people were making um, uh, money off the royal, uh, off taxpayers' money who weren't part of the like core group. And I think that's slowly starting to change where it's like... All you're doing is concentrating the same amount of money in a smaller amount of hands. Uh, yeah, or you can... There, Which there's is the same there's other ways the of reforming. Really, you that, can make it less money exists. for less... But basically, the royal family is sort of like... We don't have an actual constitution as a country. We don't have a... Uh, we're not like America. We're not like France. We have... Which is... Zizek actually made this point, which is what is astonishing about the UK is that because of our like incredibly sophisticated history of institutions, we've never really needed the constitution because we've had these sort of... Uh, things like the Magna Carta, things like the Bill of Rights, things like the Queen, and have this really strong cultural identity through our institutions. We don't have cultural identity in other ways that European countries yeah. have, but we've had this really strong history of um, traditions of institutions. And I think the Queen, her role as a ceremonial thing, the thing past ceremony is she's sort of the living constitution in many ways. And she also is not like a ruler as such, as more of a a representative of the constitution so and i think so would the can i would yeah. would to use your logic mm-hmm. with a question mm-hmm. would it be that if we abolish the queen all of those institutions that she represents and the cultural institutions mm-hmm. she represents just disintegrate not that they disintegrate but i think there's certainly 
I think something that uh, a lot of English people feel, which I have sympathy for, and I think has been misled by some progressives and misunderstood, is there's been a feeling that uh, a cultural identity and a feeling of history is being lost. And there's like, if you go to Italy, if you go to France, if you go to Spain, uh, there is a stronger idea of what their culture is because they, because they haven't... Uh, given up so much to being forward thinking in many ways and there's there's pros and cons like Italy I've been to Italy many times it's gorgeous uh, there's such a strong identity to who they are but it's also uh, stagnant you know there's uh, the amount of Italians who come to London and you speak to them about it and it's because there's just no there's not much drive for moving forward there's a horrendous racism even worse than we have here uh, but I definitely think I can understand, and this is where a lot of the Brexit vote came from, the really emotional, fairly illogical Brexit vote felt from this mm. genuine idea that they were losing this... It's an emotional thing. It's not that logical, but it still counts, I think, this idea of what England was as a country. And I think it needs to be a broad idea. It doesn't... It doesn't you, England, as a, Britain as a country, doesn't have to be white. Of course it doesn't. It, it can be an open idea. Yeah. But it, they, I think if we had uniting ideas... I think that'd be really important. The one thing, good thing about America is at least it's a, a fairly uniting idea that many different colours can subscribe to. Mm. Here, it feels like we have either people who think there should be no immigrants or people who think anything even remotely um, English is kind of bad in some ways. Yeah. And I think if we can, wh what I would believe is that we can work towards having like an idea of a lot of the good things and the things that matter to many people and have that as like a open thing that can involve many different things. But the problem with that is, because yeah. I, I get it. And I think a good, well, a good point within that is that you could say that when we're such a divided time, it's not the best thing to say, let's demolish and it just, these. But, yeah, yeah. but with that is you can't disavow. And I know that the idea of reform and everything that you mm -hmm. can try and say, will make the, make the bad points better and, and, and yeah. kind of, kind of mm -hmm. bring them to the balance. But the whole, you can't, you can't forget that the symbol, the cultural symbol that it is, is also one of oppression. It's one yeah, it of is. all these things. And although it has a cultural semblance of maybe stability and like institutions mm -hmm. that, so something like the constitution. Yeah. We could talk about the, like for me, I don't have as, I, I believe in the importance of these things. But when you're looking, like look at the American constitution, with, as we were talking about earlier, gun laws, mm -hmm. we, that should be something that shouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. And although there's an important idea of binding people together through shared cultural symbols mm -hmm. and institutions, when there is a cultural institution that has become... I won't say, I was going to say tyrannical, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Something that is, when you're looking at a cultural symbol that is harmful because of the things that it stands for, and when you properly digest, like dissect what the monarchy actually stands for, it is not good. It is that of a despotism. No, I, I completely agree, and that, that it's still, it's still, um, it's still like a bit, and, of so, it's still, still a bit of cognitive distance. And I think what mad. Harry and Meghan yeah. are doing with this is they're, as in, like they're kind of, they are rebelling against the idea. They are the perfect modern royal, sure, because they're taking on the ideas of because of the media has been such a heavily uh, impactful thing for their decision to kind of fuck off. Yeah, is they are they're this joint. They're 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 at this kind. They're in the in between the old traditions and the new way of life this new kind of more liberal way of life sure. and they've been stuck in between those two things of 
feeling forced to do something. That's why people have been so angry about it. That's why I split the nation in some ways. People are so angry about it because they're not upholding these traditions. But then some people are like, you know what? You're a fucking human being too. And you deserve to not have to go through this fucking shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. And that's something who's like, well, it's like the immense privileges the royal families have. I don't have any envy or any view of them as having... Um, because their life's about duty and it's like it's a horrendous life to lead. So it's not because you can have, because again, I think empathy on the personal level is absolutely, yeah, as you say, I don't feel any I envy of them either. And also understand, for any, or, or also any but it's of, not about of, their personalities yeah. because it's yeah. about the, the one, the symbol and two, the material assets which they own. And yeah. I think it could also be good, as much as you can say that we bound together via cultural identity and cultural institutions, mm -hmm. etc., and it has a good thing. I don't, I, I agree with you. I think it has had a good, I agree with your point. Yeah. But we also had the potentiality to say, this isn't how we should be going forward. Instead of looking back, we can look forward into it. I'm a royalist up to the point where I see a truly, genuinely, I would never, I'm a, I'm a royalist um, until we come up with a genuine uh, constitutional revolution. Like taking the uh, royal yeah. family away now, I think it would be an absolute disaster. If we had this new idea of a sort of revolutionized Britain, which was about the many, not the yeah, few, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. If there was I a agree. genuine change in every aspect of British society where we were fundamentally starting from like, this is a new, a truly new Britain, I could definitely get on board with the Bolshevik. Well, I agree, the but do you not think part but of I would it say, I don't think the, I don't think the monarchy is, um, I don't think getting rid of it at all is, I agree. I do agree with that. As in, it's the yeah. same. It's a classic revolutionary argument. If you've got something that you're pissed off with, you've got to have something to replace it with. Yeah. Um, but I think part of the, I think it could be helpful, a frustration towards what's happening yeah. is a helpful part of creating these new things. I don't think yeah. we can have a society that produces a new way of doing things without an adequate frustration about the way things have, that are being done at the moment. Yeah, And, and, and a bit yeah. more frustration towards it. A bit more just outcry about what the fuck's happening. Yeah, and and it needs point. to be reformed so it's less. Um, it needs to modernize, etc. It needs to, but I still, it's still a huge approval ratings uh, across the country, and I do think so many things have been taken away from people feeling they just have like uh, what basically what I like about this country is it's kind of what Zizek actually made this point as well, which is what's weird about the UK is that. Um, most countries, when you think of them, like America, you think um, uh, kind of capitalist. Uh, France, you think socialist. That uh, China, communist, capitalist. Like they, they normally have quite a, a, a clear identity of like what they generally are. Britain's weird because it's kind of it's simultaneously everything. Mm. It's like a, it's a fun. It's like an yeah, unbelievably yeah, liberal yeah. country. Yeah. It's an unbelievably conservative country. We still have a monarch even though we're incredible, it's probably one of the most liberal countries in Europe. It's also one of the most conservative countries in Europe. Yeah. It's the, it was the first uh, country to have a free on the point of access healthcare, has mm. a, a tradition of socialist upheaval. Marx yeah. wrote the Communist yeah. Manifesto here. It was the first capitalist country. And like what I find interesting about Britain's culture is that it's simultaneously all these things. Yeah, yeah. That's what I kind of like. And so the but idea you can't of having- I can't, but I think that's a weird element of what adds a certain richness. And I, I kind of agree that what I'm saying is quite logical because I do think it's an emotional argument. But I, I, I do think there's, I can't even put it into logical words. I do think we'd lose something by not having them in some ways. It's because like having um, 
all of these progressions and which I hope to achieve in this country, what I hope we do achieve in this country, but then also having the bizarreness of having a monarch. There's something to me that is kind of weirdly like strange. I, yeah, there's something weirdly strange and uh, like odd and well, like you, unique, you and unique thinking, about it. And yeah, it's about the cultural uniqueness. And it's like... That's, but at the moment, there isn't enough of a socialist... Not at all. That's the problem. Not at all. But viewing but viewing it into... The, of course, look, it's ridiculous, Steve. We, we're an absolute shit, but this is a thousand-year-old thing. Like, you can't view it now. This is the problem with any referendum, even, is it's if you're viewing it on what you feel on that day or in that month, yeah. it's like a decision... You know, Scotland leaving, EU leaving. What's the, the the big flaw? But you're looking back a lot more than you're looking forward. No, I'm looking forward because what about the next 200 years? The next 300 years? Yeah. It's like, but the point is, what were those next two? What are we going to define? What values are we going to define ourselves under for those next 200 years? If we had a clear mandate that was going to be this new Britain, then I would, I definitely say um, that yeah. we could replace. If we were, if there was feeling there's going to be a replacement that didn't feel like just going around Britain, um, gigging and just seeing the kind of the the way that neoliberalism has made all high streets look the same um, has kind of like uh, when the the mining the mining uh, towns collapse and it's re replaced the sports direct. Uh, factory. It's just yeah, like course, yeah. th all these people are just being, and I'm not saying the royal family of people who are going to, but I'm just saying things like that constantly being taken but away. They, but is part the, of that is behind the capitalistic impulse that sure. is born out of the same thing as a royal family. It's not. Royal family's older than that. No, 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 but you don't, but like the, the same ideas go into it. I, yeah, I guess so, but it's like, it's. It, because it's, now you can't separate the royal family from capitalism because they're one of the richest richest families in the country. So you have to so, look at then, them in the same way yeah. as you look at the fucking Murdochs. Yeah. Because of one, their power politically, i.e. they're looking over a thousand laws to say whether they want it or not. Their power they're economically. Not like the at all. No, not as much. Not at all. Not even yeah, not there. Whatever, it's a different but, beast. But I can't name, name another yeah. rich family. But they have political power and economic power in massive sways. And we have to put that in check. And those things I are agree values that, that you we know accept. I agree. I know, you know I agree with that. But the, because we're just accepting, the rule, the, we're these, accepting the rule of the these few. These debates is like splitting hairs over, yes, we should definitely change that. But it's kind of about the fundamental debate is should we have them or not? And I definitely think for now we should have them. And I, I don't know if I can fully justify it because it, does, it doesn't it does make sense. With so I'm about everyone. to change your mind. Well, maybe. One, no, no, no. I'm about to change my mind. So yeah. one of the rules um, within that they had a say on uh, was about um, officials coming around to check animal abuse on farms. Mm -hmm. And uh, the royal family owned many farms and they managed to lobby to get um, to stop animal rights officers coming around to check their farms. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm uh, ready to go out and say this on our fake news uh, media that the royal family are abusing their corgis. Sure. So the Queen rapes corgis. The Queen rapes her corgis. <laughs> um, Charles is in on it. Yeah. He, he doesn't rape them, but he films it. Yeah. Um, and the whole family know about it. And I think they have a right to do that. Um, <laughs> as a royalist. I think but, and also I think uh, the problem is, is that I think the Queen is a fascinating historical figure because she has like embodied the modern monarchy. Because she's basically seen the fade out of the British Empire from when she started office. And she is... Even people who are Republicans, die out Republicans, have respect for the Queen for her immense sense of duty and her impartiality 
and the way it's that not she's that impartial though. That's what this fucking. That's no, what this it's new not. Story's, that's what this she's new extraordinarily saying. impartial, no, considering how long she's been around and how close to power she's been. She is still because it would be absolutely quintessentially unacceptable if she was anything other than that. She's the most. So impartial. I don't. I don't. She's the most. I don't praise her. She's the most impartial monarch. I don't who's praise ever her been. for a, for her duty of doing that no. because otherwise she would absolutely. Do you not, do you as not, you said, yeah. if she said one law, they've, they've got one law that they can do, that's, and then they'll be abolished. That's still that's, a skill. That's it's, still a skill. Yeah, it's that a survival. Prince, it's a survival pr- skill. It's not a moral skill. I think it's a partly a moral skill. I think she does yeah. have a. Do you think oh, she's just about? I think there's still a sense of but duty. But then we're there. praising. We're praising this. We're praising this organization she's more than the before her. She's going to do it more than the monarch after her. We're Prince pra- Charles is probably going to struggle to have that skill because it's incredibly hard to be. At the Prince seat. Charles is a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no, for the queen herself. It's gonna all change when okay, she she's lives. great at keeping quiet and doing the be- no, doing no. the maximum in order for it to be non-controversial. Yeah, and it's and a it's skill. A, no, of course, it's a skill, but like we're praising someone for the ability to stay out of it because they know it's not their place. Where when it's a, when we have an institution where it's a difficult thing for someone who is in the power of that institution to not contribute to the discussion, we've got a problem. It's true, but even Republicans all admit that the Queen, they still respect for the Queen. Me too. Exactly, and you can't help, and I do think historically as a figure- that's not important. It's, yeah, I understand. And what my point was is that it's going to be interesting because we've had the Queen for so long and she's such an institution. And historically, the idea of looking back in recent history and the, the connection from 1956 or whenever she came in or like the early 50s to now, knowing it's been the same monarch on the throne and like even watching The Crown, um, which is actually a very good show. Is um, it? Incredibly made. One, technically, it's like a 200 million pound show and just because you put loads of money into something doesn't make it good. The way they've met, they, it's got the most money of, it's in that top tier of shows. Yeah, yeah. The, the actual craft of it the yeah. way it's made is extraordinary. The skill that they've put, the perfection of like the the editing, the sound, the the camera yeah. um, angle, it's How incredible. I've got a question about it because I've seen a lot of um, memes, it is very good, memes. but you need to read it as a melodrama. Well, that's in the, the point genre of melodrama. I, having never seen it and seen yeah. trailers for it, I've seen obviously it's because I saw yeah. memes like, is it people that? So, uh, people that think it's real or like even based no because the thing that no it's it's incredibly real um uh events wise well that's what no, my event, question no was. no this is the thing because so, it looked no, real no this is the thing this is the thing so i watch it and why i've also recently watched an andrew marr documentary called the making of modern britain where it just you can't get enough of history can where you? it just it it where he basically tracks because he's got such post, big ears po- he post, he he love, he's a fucking nerd man he knows too much stuff yeah um but basically, I think it tracks, you want to be Andrew Marr in another life. It, he basically tracks the like main domestic his, history post-war, right. and the Crown does that as well. All the things he basically talks about, but in a really melodramatic way. So all the scenes and the dialogue is in the genre of melodrama, basically. Yeah. Rich music, uh, dramatic acting. Um, it's all condensed into like pithy lines, and that's all fake. But the what's crazy is whenever every event that pretty much happens, I'm like, I look it up. And it it happened. all happened. But so it's like it's almost like the scriptwriters would stand down. They'd sit down and say, "This happened. This happened. This happened." We're filling in the gaps. All the events, but they're filling in the gaps. Or, or there was a huge rumor. That well, that's happened. why I was so confused about yeah. all these memes. That, even though I've never seen it, Come yeah. up, all these memes and about the people that think it's good. true are mental or yeah. something. Well, I thought it was. You can't. And why it would it's be good. insane? Because then I thought, well, is it just a story where they take? 
No, it's not. Royal it's figures. Not. It's, it's and a, then just fabricate no. like a they fucking fabricate, sitcom. They fabricate the drama of it and they make it all rich yeah. and plush. But all the events happen. And why it's such a good show is because it's a great way of viewing post-war British history and basically the collapse of an empire yeah. through a family who have been at the heart yeah, of yeah. all of it. And that's why it's, it's Shakespearean. the best. You know, it's, it's, it's whether, you're a royal, whether, you're, whether you're a royalist or not, it's kind of relevant because watching it is it's like it is undeniably a great angle to see 50 years of history well they're age-old stories so if when the queen dies which is going to be a crazy event uh and prince charles comes in a kind of a buffoonish idiot in many ways um a racist uh then I wonder if my views will change because the royal, the royal family might become something different. Well, you know? I could because I, so I wonder if a lot we, of my affection has been would, affection of the queen. You know? Well, I thought we'd also talk about and it is kind of sick that she's related that they they they're still blood related to William the Conqueror. Like that line is still kind of mad. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah. No. Exactly. Of course. But I'm still related to potato farmers in Ireland. But you don't hear me shouting about it. It's true. Well, uh, you do talk about it quite a quite lot. Quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty powerful. And don't like mashed potatoes. So fuck you, ancestors. Um, but. With I, because it seems like a pretty critical moment for the royal family with yeah. pre, with Who's Harry with Harry and Meghan Andrew. Mm-hmm. This or this seems like a big moment, maybe just for me, mm-hmm. rather than the public. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the Queen dies and Charles comes in, there's going to have a lot of questions mm-hmm. to answer. I think it's a critical moment for it. It's true, and I'm not. I'm not actually. I th- it seems like I'm supporting either way. I'm more playing slightly playing devil's advocate because. Oh, we never if, believe anything we say on this no. program. And like I, I'm really torn about it because I. It, it's like it's more logically. I'm like, why the fuck do we have a royal family? But then there's part of me that feels like if the wheels were in motion for it to collapse, I would. Fe- there'd be a feeling of fear about. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's you misplaced. Need, you need to work on your insecurities. Maybe. Rather than, like, your hair's looking better now at the end of the program. Maybe. Rather than put this into the queen. The yeah. queen isn't your saviour. You're your saviour. Yeah, okay. So you think that it's... Uh, it's because I, uh, you think I'm, I'm looking for the royal family for salvation. I should be looking inside myself. Couldn't put it better myself. Um, okay, so thanks for listening, guys. Um, we will uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Um <laughs> We've we've got twenty two subscribers now. It's growing uh, quite a lot, which has been good. So we're gonna, but we need more. We need more, and we're doing uh, one episode a week, and we might start doing some bonus stuff on there. So uh, we'll see you next week. You got anything else to say? No. See you next time. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>